What's going on, guys? And welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast, the Fight Club edition. Welcome your hosts. I'm Paul Pick and Win them, Concha, the drunk gambler, also known as the Sports Encyclopedia. I got my <laughs> shit already poured up. I'm going to let the other hosts introduce themselves. Oh, shit. God damn, it's the podcast already? God damn, the way motherfuckers went to sleep this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was napping with their ass. I thought that's what we, I thought that was the move this week. The way all these motherfuckers got their ass slept. Oh god damn! But you know who it is. Man. It, it's Kev. Just woke up, Savoy. <laughs> the realest nigga you know, babe. That boy had the fucking sleeping music on. What's going on, y'all boys? It's PT. Yeah, I know what it is, man. A fucking quick weekend of boxing for real. A little too quick. Very quick, bro. Kev, Kev leaned a little too close in on the TV and caught something and went to I'm sleep. Telling you. <laughs> they were throwing things. They was throwing them things. I watched the co-man. What's it called? They got somebody got slept in the co-man too, right? All right? Someone got slept damn near every fucking fight this card. But yeah, the co-man and the main people were going to sleep. Was, I'm set. Like I was at I was at the house. I was at the house like. I was just sitting there thinking, like, damn, bro, like, it's usually never over this quick. Usually I'm still watching two fights right now. Like, I'm about to start looking up prospects for a second. Like, who the fuck fighting in Jacksonville right now? Where the live streams at? Man, fucking, so if y'all don't know, we're talking Better Be At versus Smith Jr. It was fucking billed to be a fucking war, but instead we got a fucking murder. Still, still great fight for one side, and, uh, before we talk into the fucking the main event, we had Robizi Ramirez knocking out Abraham Nova in the co-main event. And Marcus, who like who the fuck was Abraham Nova before? Because going into it, I thought he was the favorite. I wouldn't have known this man was like a four to one underdog, especially by the way he was acting. And <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know not too much about dude but i definitely was going in here thinking he was the favorite i thought you know how top rank does it they they love to put the their their main prospect guy on the limelight you know make them look good in their cards i kind of thought it was that type of deal i thought they were just giving nova a co-main event to push him i did not know oh that's my fault for not knowing for real bro because i didn't know Dude, on the other side, was Puerto Ricans too, Marcus. No excuse, yeah, bro. Come in, he came with a vengeance and really was like, All right, this is my co main event. Because, like, bro, all the promotion was about Nova. This Nova, fucking Abraham Lincoln, dude, like, got the weird... blonde beard, yeah. But man, I don't know what that is, bro. But yeah, I was off for real because, like, and I kept hearing the announcers, they like. Nova was just not looking good from the start. He was just getting tagged, and it just wasn't a good night for him. And I was honestly surprised. Like, I thought that was one of the main guys. I, I feel bamboozled, but I'm not going to lie to you. Once I seen Brett come out with those blonde on, with that, with that, with the blonde beard, I was like, oh, yeah, this is not my man's. This is not my man's. He looked good. He had his though. own mascot. And I just want to know, did Top Rank pay for the fucking mascot or did he pay out of pocket for this mascot? Because it was a fucking – it looked like the college football-type Trojan Spartan, but with a blonde Man, just, beard. Just because of that, he's on the longest level to me now. <laughs> yeah, but 21 and a big one on that record right now after after this weekend. 
And then uh, we had a pair of fucking American prospects, you know, that put America on their back. They balled out this weekend. We got Bruce Shushu Carrington. He got the corner stoppage over Adrian Lava. Leve. Sorry if I said your name wrong, but, you know, you, you was only getting hired just to make Bruce Sherrington look good. And you definitely did your job. Native. The boy, he, he brought out a crowd, too. They did. Crazy. He had the Nick shorts on. He was shouting. He had the New York, the New York fit, and it was Madison Square Garden. So you know the boys were going crazy. That shit was that shit's tough, bro. I think he's from Brooklyn, man. So I know that has to be feeling nice, and you got your whole family, friends out there, and he put on a great performance too. And he's only he's still he still looks just as good as like what was been promised. So let's hope that prospect keeps going. Another big prospect, Jahi Tucker, another American, fall right before Shushu, and he got the KO in the fourth round. Beat DeAndre Smith. That boy, I mean, he's at 147 now. It, I think he honestly could make some solid noise in 147 just because he has a couple years before he actually goes into those deep waters with the top yeah. talents. I'm glad I got to see him put on a like I think he put on a better performance than the last time me or like me like last time we talked about him one yeah game, like I forget which card it was I, I think remember. it was the Belonga card might have been it might have been the first episode then so, I think so so I definitely put on a better performance and got the TKO he didn't look as like maybe like sluggish or whatever. He looked like he came with it and he looked in shape. So that's a good sign from a young guy for real. And uh, shout out to the American prospects. Y'all did y'all's thing. On to the main event here. Arthur Betterbiev versus Joe Smith Jr., the common man. But we were promised a war and we got a murder. AB, as we call him here, just because we don't want to butcher his name, but we call him AB. That man really showcased why, like, there's only really two legitimate 175ers, in my opinion. It's him and Bevel. And they're to cut a rest from everybody else in that division. By far. Not even close either. I mean, people wanted to put Joe Smith up in that range, too. And I had he, 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 he definitely is not up there. I had him come up. I had him up in that range. I seen him with the wood chipper. I was like, yo, that's, that's a man's man right there. That's a man. <laughs> nah, nah. There's like, there's a gap. And like that knockout, there's a gap. Like, there's a gap. Like, Kev, put those fingers back up. Throw up another two. And that's how many knockdowns he had within fucking two rounds, bro. He threw up four knockdowns in two rounds. Like, (laughs) I was really, what, when listening to the Boxing Rant, shout out that podcast, they said Joe Smith came out running in the very first round, just met him in the middle, just ran up on him. And they're like, that was the biggest balls I've ever seen in my like that like you really, there are ways to beat that man, but to run up on him and to take his punches is not the way to beat that man, right? Like that was probably the worst game plan. I like I, I don't I hope that wasn't his game plan and he just got lost in the moment because come on, bro. Like you're a chin. Joe, Joe, 
Joe. Yo, man, come in, man. Like, come on, man. Fuck all that, bro. Like, come out here and try to at least, at least stay on your back foot and like come and try to maybe box and move around the ring. Don't like. Why would you go into a fight? Like, we know you got heavy hands, also, but you got heavier hands, bro. So if you get connected once, it's over, and that's it. And I seen a clip, man, of him landing two fucking uppercut back to back. I was like, bro. I should look like target practice for fucking better be, bro. Like I'm like, I should look like it was like easy work in the gym. Nah, that shit was bad. And like, I respect, bro. It does take a lot of balls to go run up on somebody like that. Like the people you don't walk up on. Nah, I respect, bro, for it because like. Lennox Lewis says he beat Mike Tyson because everybody was scared of Mike Tyson. Everybody kept so you will back up for Mike Tyson. And that's why you fuck up because now he's hitting you with his arm fully extended. Now you're gone. You gotta get in his face, make him bite your ear. But, but, but motherfucking, I learned that Joe Smith is not Lennox Lewis. Motherfucking, the way that bro was pounding on dude, you would have thought it was a UFC fight. Like, I would have expected him to really get his job. Shit was tragic. It was a quick one, but like, I'm not gonna lie, I just have newfound respect for this entire division. For these um for these two um B-ball and better be and I just watched B-ball take out Canelo. I want to say take out Canelo, beat Canelo, and now I see that there's a fucking monster truck right there with the other two belts. So now it's a crash course, man. We got to see what the fuck is about to happen. He just got Three. his third belt too. This was the unification uh, right here. Joe Smith has that. one. The fu- so also like AB eighteen fights, eighteen knockouts. And if you take his amateurs, he's like 295 and five in his amateurs and a whole bunch of knockouts in there. <laughs> but he, uh, he's not like a, a KO puncher. Like he's not just like looking for the KO. Like he's a boxer. He is, he, he, he will box you. He just happens to have bricks for hands. So when he, when and, them and hands he, land, you are going down. <laughs> and, he, and he got a killer mentality, too. I feel like when he wants to take someone out, he can take him out. That's when, a crazy when, when he had, When he got the cut um, in that one fight we brought up, the cut down the head, he was gushing blood, pouring, and they told him, you, uh, we're going to, like the ref told him, you have one round left after the call the fight, and he was about to lose all his belts. And they gave him a, basically a two-minute time limit or three-minute, whatever, and uh, he fucking went out there and I feel bad for the dude because it was a punishment. He literally got the dude up out of there that next round. And uh, it, it really, someone brought up on the same with that boxing rant podcast. He did get knocked down before against Jeff Horn and uh, Colin Johnson, but it's like, he probably walked into that ring. Like I have nothing to fear. I'm just going to kill. Like this is, I have so, I'm so much better than the guy next to me. And then he got caught and he got right back up. It wasn't like he was down for a little bit. He got right back up two seconds later and was like, Oh, you dropped me. You fucked up. Like now I'm finna, <laughs> like, like now I'm finna have to kill you. Fucking, that's literally what happened. He came back ready to plug a Terminator, bro. Dude's really a Terminator. The Chechekian fucking, we have Yuri Proshaka, UFC champ. Chemayev, the welterweight no one wants to see in the UFC. And then over here, uh, Alter Betterbiev, like, these are fucking legit warriors. And he's he's 37, bro. Imagine if he was able to come over and fight, like, 10 years prior. Like, imagine if we were able to see, like, a 32-year-old AB. Like, this man, like, 
and he's nah. still a killer. Like he's still a killer right now. Imagine like a twenty-eight-year-old AB, bro. I would be. That would be some shit, man. Joe Smith, honestly, your game plan was horrendous. Just because I had a bet that you would make it past the sixth round, and you usually have the heart of a champion. You do have a heart of a champion. You have, you have that warrior spirit. Like you finished a fight with a broken jaw. So I can't ever doubt that you have that warrior spirit, but man, that game plan was so bad, bro. Like why? Like, like I thought he would at least be able to coast to the second half of the fight off of his good chin and just like good heart, but just like the, to get folded like a lawn chair within the first two rounds was fucking that. That is nuts. That really was he like was wow. goofy doing it too, like flopping all over the ring, getting up. I was like, oh man, this is one of those fights. I was blow. I was like, I was ready to watch some good, like a good main event. Ready for? I kept talking shit like there was gonna be blood. I didn't see no blood, just a ass beat. My boy said there will be blood. <laughs> <laughs> I was, bro. I was preaching that shit because I thought dude was gonna be. Fucked up, but I mean, he did get fucked up, but it was definitely a, someone got fucked up. It wasn't a war, but somebody it was a beat down. <laughs> nah, bro, that fight was so short. That motherfucker, I had just niggas asked me, like, yo, you going out? And I was like, I want to. I really did, but I was like, I want to, but I gotta watch these fights. I shit you not, I'm over here fucking up some Chinese food, just warmed up the Chinese food. I'm nice and high. Before I could finish eating my Chinese food, these niggas dapping me up. All right, bro, we're leaving, niggas. The second the door closes, before I could finish my Chinese food, bow, like, lights out. And I was like, this is crazy. Bob Arum talked longer than that fucking fight was on. That's that's tragic. <laughs> but, uh... Hey, it's a quick boxing news, though. I don't mean, um... Oh, no, no, say no, say what you guys say. I'm not gonna lie, man. That Usyk Joshua motherfucking press conference was this morning. The boys was in Saudi Arabia with it. I'm, you, don't, you don't know how far Saudi Arabia is until you see a fucking room full of nothing but motherfuckers wearing the thingy. The turban. The thing, yeah. Oh, the turban. That shit hard. The turban. And then the only people not wearing turban was from London and Ukraine. Like, I fuck with Saudi Arabia. That's the fight we waiting on. Man. After what I heard on my drive today, listening to what Marcus put me on, I don't know why Europe, the England specifically, keeps signing up their superstars to get murdered by these Eastern European and Americans, right? They they build just up to get slaughtered, just to get like Lomachenko, Usyk, Errol Spence, Terence Crawford, like uh, Tyson, uh, not Tyson. Like they literally like they they build them up and they can be these champions over there, but then they want to sign up for these undisputed or unified championships, and they know that these they are not good. And they and the fans sell out those arenas every time, thinking the scenario is gonna be different. Got, they love to gas their fighters, like they're gonna do something, and it just they doesn't were, work out like that. There was a time period where a couple years ago they had a lot of champions like over there, five but- champs. Yeah, boy, time, time has changed. And um, 
they said them boys are the fucking G League of boxing right now, bro. You go over to Brand to get your get your hands right to come back up to the majors. We got we got unicorn, you know. Every, every the Philippines ain't known for boxing, but they still got Manny Pacquiao. Like you know, like they got you still got your unicorns, you know, the one of a kinders. Is anybody from anybody else from the Philippines come out since Manny Pacquiao? This fight we got coming up this week in the main events. Uh, so uh, I can't, I won't I won't even dare say his name because I'm gonna fuck it up. But just stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, but. Since we're talking about those British champions, I don't want to diminish the Joshua Usyk. I just know me and Mark are big on Usyk and like not as high on Joshua. But with the British champs, AB better be have, He already basically had the sign, the contract signed. His next fight's gonna be fucking Anthony Yard, another British British boy. And um, people are saying that fight's gonna look just like this one. <laughs> like it's gonna be another demolition job. It's gonna be oh. I'm just going to go over there. I'm going to enjoy your culture for the day. And then I'm going to kill your warrior in the night. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's honestly what I expected too, bro. And uh, just because everybody knows, Marcus, tell me if I'm wrong. Everybody knows the fight to make in this division is B-Vol and better be F. No one yeah, wants to the see them other fight. bozos. Yeah, no, nah, man. Fuck yard. Fuck all the other bullshit. Man. Make... <laughs> Make this fight, bro. Like, this is the fight that needs to be made. B-ball versus fucking Derby. Like, come on. Like, that should be a – I wouldn't say a, that it could turn into a war, but the fucking high-intense boxing all 50, goes down 50. in that ring. Yeah, like, I wouldn't know who would win, bro, because those are both fucking terminated in their own right. Do they have the fans though? Could they sell out? Can both of them sell out an arena? Can the boys? Can the boys get so? What I, what I will say is this: this one here, Joe Smith versus AB, they had nine hundred and twenty k uh viewers, audience viewers, which is fucking a pretty good viewership. It wasn't pay per view every. You know how like ESPN is pay per view for some countries, not all countries. Like, you know all that shit. Weird. But they still had nine hundred twenty thousand viewers, which is. That's fucking. That's like Conor McGregor did a million views in UFC and people went nuts. So like to put it in perspective, like nine hundred twenty k is a big number, and uh, and I I think more because of Joe Smith because everyone in the crowd was chanting Joe. Like Joe had his section in the crowd. Bruce Carrington had his section in the crowd, but whoever does, I think Top Rank would be the promoter. They'll they'll stack the card enough with some prospects on like another Bruce Carrington showing or something. Like I think it'll get enough viewership for it for them to be okay. Like I understand boxing's a business, but sometimes it just makes sense. Every, like you could throw like a Zander Zayas on there. Yeah, T-shirt. like like we can make the numbers work, but these two have to fight. Like because the yeah. fans, the fans will be upset. I especially I think with now with the way new fans like myself and this current fans are being spoiled with the undisputed and the unified fights. Like they're not going to be okay. If better BF fights for other fucking journeymen on like challengers, like they no, nah, we know B-Ball's right. There's there. no point in better be the fight yard is B-Ball already got the final belt to collect. The only person that would make sense is, and uh, is Gilberto Ramirez. And that's only because Bivol had talked about fighting him a few times, and the, the paperwork never made sense. Uh, they said, 
but he's another he's legitimately the only other legitimate boxer at 175. It's probably the mandatory for that his title. What you're saying is I gotta get my weight up. No, what I'm saying is when Jose Benavides gets his weight up, everybody, every, uh, uh, everybody better watch out. I mean, hey. David Benavides, not Jose. That's definitely on the top five fights that need to be made in boxing. Oh, over, over me and Jake Paul? Yeah, we're going to have to send Kevin eventually to go clean that mess up. But stay tuned because we will actually be talking a little bit about the Jake Paul fight stuff on our UFC recap that we have dropping today as well if you haven't already checked it out. But if y'all don't know, that's been Totally Blitz Podcast. We talked our boxing. We talked our shit. Um, stay tuned for the next. We got a big quadruple header boxing card brought to you by the zone with bam bam versus the filipino og not even gonna say his name i don't want to fuck it up and <laughs> but stay tuned it's been totally blitz and if you don't know now you know motherfuckers problem problematic get the light beam on me ready for electrostatic don't you step into this box if you're not batting then my gang got tools you can call them boy crap man this gang got rules man you better watch your passes this ain't out the medicines we've been on that rock star regimen knowing that i'm heaven sent higher than i ever been i got a-